Yeah, he did lock me out. I, we got, we got, Dude, I got home. Josh, Josh actually stayed <laughs> in Louisville with his family, and I get home. It's like three, four, five in the morning, something like that. Welcome into yet another episode of Riding the Rails. I am DJ Everly, your host and the Times Leaders, Scranton Wilkes Bay Rail Riders beat writer. Joining me, both these you guys are the first two to make second appearances, and it's the dynamic duo. One's still a rail rider, one's not a rail rider anymore. Justice Sheffield, Josh Rogers, former roommates, the roommates again this weekend with Josh from town. Guys, how we doing? We're doing good, doing good. Thanks for having us. Good, happy to be back here in Scranton with my guy Chef, so uh, excited to be back. What's it like the, the, the past couple of nights being back in uh, the same apartment, the great apartment that you do have with the golf simulator and your own gym and that we all saw homegrown? It's been pretty awesome. Uh, I was excited. I was When I was coming back in town, I texted Chef and I asked if, uh, you know, obviously my room was still available, so <laughs> uh, it was good to get back in there. We've been, uh, we've been hanging out the last couple of days, so. It's been good to reunite with my guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, his room actually wasn't available. I, I, I actually <laughs> took over his room when he left. You know, he had a big king size, so I had to I had to scoop it up. But uh, no, nah, I was I, I love seeing my guy. So um, you know, for him to come in the town and you know, it's like it's like nothing changed. So uh, you know, obviously good to have him back. I was gonna say, I mean, sort of answer, but how much of the room did you touch? Like, where did you put Josh's stuff? Off in the corner Well, he was actually nice enough to, to – <laughs> he, he was actually nice enough to move all his stuff, put it in the closet, <laughs> wash the sheets, you know, clean his, clean up the room before okay. I moved in. I, I, knew, I knew he was going to take over the bedroom, so I made sure it was nice and clean for him, clean the sheets, change everything out. Clean the towel, all the towels. I mean, he, he, he hooked so it up. So in the middle of all of, of – you know, being trade, the aftermath, you come back and you do a load of laundry. Right. So the first thing I did when I came back was <laughs> – uh, I sat in bed the, that next morning. I was supposed to leave and head to Norfolk, but I, I sat in bed probably till about probably till about one one thirty, just on Twitter and just trying to reevaluate my entire life. So I, I put some put some laundry in, clean the towels for Chef, clean the clean the sheets, and uh, tried to pack up my room as much as possible to uh, to head on down to Virginia. And then you wrote a nice note that I saw. Yeah, I had, had to leave my guy a little note. He, he was always wearing my necklace that I bought at the mall. Um, so I bought this necklace that was pretty cool that. He was he was kind of making fun of me for it at first, but after, <laughs> after he started wearing it wore, it, wore it around a few times, he liked it. He even wore it in the futures game. So I left him yep. a little, I left him a nice little love note and and his and a necklace for a gift. Yes, what what did you do? Did you do anything back? Heck, heck no. <laughs> I, I I shouted him out on Instagram. I didn't see that. Uh, I shouted I him out on the gram. So you know that's 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 all I could do. He left. By the time I got home, the note was there and he was gone. So. Uh, you know, I think I might owe him a dinner or two, so uh, well, I'll pay a couple of nights like that. Still. Exactly. I got a couple of free nights at the room, I guess. He paid for it. Yeah, true, month. true, true, true. So, for those of you who don't know, and I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you do, Josh was traded back in July, the trade deadline, to the Baltimore Orioles organization. Chef uh, had mixed emotions, I remember the night it happened, and obviously, Josh, you did too, with being growing, you know, growing up through the Yankee system. What is this, Josh, sorry, dude, what has this been like the last month or so it was kind of at first like my girlfriend broke up with me or something to be honest like not not in chef terms but like just the team you know like <laughs> they just left me they just you know just traded me so it was kind of like it was, it was weird at first and uh it was a kind of a, a bunch of emotions i don't know to be happy sad or 
you know, I wasn't in a position like Shreve and Warren and right. those guys. I know a lot of people probably saw, you know, how emotional they were, but um, but it was, it's still the same kind of thing. Like I came up with the system through all these guys, and they're like a family. I'm spending more time with you know Chef and these guys, and you know I do my mom and dad to, right. be, to be quite honest. And it's like uh, it, it was really tough at first, but uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm excited about the new opportunities and new beginnings. And uh, Chef and McKinney both kind of you know talked me through the trade since they both yeah. been through it, and uh, it's it helped me out a lot. Your emotions after. I mean, it was it was yeah it was very mixed emotions when 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 Josh left just because you know when I when I first came over he was the first dude that actually you know talked to me you know brought me in you know gave me a place to stay um, you know because coming over I didn't know anybody with the Yankees and that's tough you know it's like the new kid in school uh, all eyes are on you uh, I still remember that first day getting on the bus um, everybody was just staring at me like. Like I was, it's like, your like, was like I was, hey, come down, come on, come on. That was swag. I had swag, uh, but nah, uh, you know, he gave me a place to live. So, you know, ever since then, we've been roommates and been boys ever since. And uh, you know, I know Josh and myself was definitely excited for for me to get up here and you know, uh, get back with each other and, and chilling with each other. And you know, it's not only off the field; it's on the field too. I feel like we make each other better on the field. Um, so that was that was just it, it. It hurt to see him to leave, but then again, I know how things go. I, I've been through it, and I knew that it was a good opportunity for him. And um, you know, I know he's taking full advantage of it right now. So I was gonna say, you know, I, I let in with you guys being calling you guys a dynamic duo. And for those people who cover the team or were around the team, and players, I mean, it really is the essence. You guys are really close. How did you? You mentioned how he was one of the first. He was the first guy who really brought you under his wing when you got traded over. Just describe for those people who don't know just how close the friendship you guys have built over these past couple of years. I mean, it's huge. Uh, just having some. It, it helps because having somebody going through the same thing that you're doing when you're hundreds of miles away from home. Uh, you know, kind of like a comfortable place. You know, when you're at home, you get out of your your comfort zone, um, especially coming to a to a team where you don't know. Much, much about the players, and you know, much about where they're from, and things like that. Until you actually get in the season, then obviously you get to get closer to the team. But um, you know, when you don't know at first, just having somebody to be there with you and go through the same things you're going through every day, uh, you know, it's a huge help. Um, and especially even in the off season, we we still keep in touch in the off season uh, when baseball is not going on. You know, I'm sure I'll see plenty of Josh this off season visits and things like that. So. Um, you know, definitely, like I said, just just huge to have somebody that close doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah, I mean, like you said too, like you know, the, the on the field thing too. Like, you know, I was in high when he came over, and I was pitching really, really good, and I was like, you know, wanting to go to Double A, like hoping to go to Double A, and then like Chef comes in, and like you know, he, he's, he's just a chef though. Like, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. I mean, he's you know an awesome pitcher and better person, but like you know, it just rose the level of competition. I think for both of us, like. We were looking at like numbers and stuff. Even like today at breakfast, we were like, talking yeah. about it, and it was like, you know, he he said it, he's never had like under like three ERA like in a season. So like when he came over, it was like that competition level was like every outing. Like yeah. I can remember my first outing was against uh, we were in uh, Lakeland when he came over, and I threw and I had like oh, seven innings, like punched out like six <laughs> or something. And he was like, dang, like, and then he went out the next night like punched out eleven and like five innings or something. <laughs> Something like that, but like it was just you know I think we like fed off that in all honesty and yeah. just kind of competed like internally as a, as and yeah. externally like with each other and all in good fun and yeah. like people would always ask you know you got to be like jealous and like all this stuff with justice and I'm like 
dude, I want Justice to make it to the big leagues just as much as I do. Exactly. Exactly. Like, when we go out and stuff, like, and obviously, like, a lot of people recognize Justice, and he always, like, no, this is my homie Josh. Like, you know, he pitches too, and I'm like, dude, it's all right. Like, it's okay. But, no, I'm serious. Like, I've always wanted Justice to, to do well, and I, I can't wait to see him up in, up in New York soon. Same. You, well, you guys mentioned the competition. I remember, I, I mean, Josh, I told you this the day after, when I saw you the day after you got traded. I was literally working on a story about the competition between the two of you because it was something that Bobby mentioned and Tommy mentioned how you guys, when you were guys on the same pitching staff, you would go and you would make bets together. So what were some of, what were what were the usual bets? I mean, and do you have any, I know that Justice, you don't pitch again until Tuesday, mm-hmm. Josh goes on Sunday, but what were what were like the usual bets? I know a lot of them were centered around like walks and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, uh, well my bets, usually with Phelps are the walks and then, uh, you know, innings, uh, see how far I can pitch the game. But, you know, it's just every week, you know, it wasn't every game. Uh, you know, some games we'll, we'll just go out there and just do normal routine and go through it and just pitch. And then some games he, he'll come up to me or I'll go up to him and be like, hey, let's let's make a bet. I'm feeling it today. Let's, let's do something. Yeah. And it just gives you something to strive for. I know that myself and Josh, I feel like we strive off competition. I mean, uh, you know, even our bullpen sessions, we would always have – or we had a back comp- uh, competition. That was the best. Throwing a bullpen, and it was <laughs> it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen because I think Josh located like every I think out of thirty pitches he probably located like, like 20, 20, 24, 25. Yeah. So and, and then he was twenty five, twenty six. Yes. A little a little misleading judgment from the coaching staff over there. Uh, let him let him okay. let him say that, but it's okay. but as you can tell, like. I mean, our game just stepped up. I mean, I don't think we've both thrown a bullpen that good all year. And, you know, when we put a little competition, put a little bet in it, yeah. you know, stakes stakes rise a little bit and, you know, we kind of lock it in. I was going to say, you two just happened to uh, be, when you were throwing a bullpen today, you were out there doing some long toss right next to each other. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's funny, how, it's funny how it just all comes around. Like, I mean, it's only been a couple weeks, but then again, it's like, I'm just dying. I was dying for us to line up, yeah. you know, to pitch against each other, which has yeah. been really cool. But like, he's on the mound working day, and I'm in the other bullpen throwing a bullpen today. So it's 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 just crazy how it all how it all comes around, and yep. uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of each other in the AL East. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we transition to that, because obviously that's what your guys' future lays ahead, and there's a path here for both of you to make it up this year. But how closely have you been paying attention to each other? I mean, it's yeah. like a stupid question. I know. I know from talking to both of you, you do. But for those who don't know, I mean, what? I mean, what do you? Are you guys texting each other before every start? And hey, I did this. I remember your first uh, appearance since uh, you got traded. It was seven scoreless, and then you wanted to do one better. And yeah, so just to be able to go back to back like that. Now. I mean, yeah, I, I think I, I think I text Chef like right after his outings, like maybe faster than his mom does. <laughs> I know his mom, mom and dad always hit him up right after, but like. You know, I, I was on the bus coming here, and I'm like watching chefs. I was like, I don't know. It's just, it's just like a cool thing. Like, like that's my brother, man. Like, exactly. I just, you I just look wanted- at him like family, and I'm always, you know, out of supporting. I'm not gonna, you know, we don't like. We're just gonna be honest with each other. You know, I told him I was like, hey, man, like after your last one, like they got a path for you. It's not like it's make or break. Like you've been shoving. Like that one outing is not gonna dictate anything. Like, you know, it, it just, he don't need to say anything back. You don't need to reply to it. Like, he got the message and move on. Exactly. I mean, we'll watch each other. I mean, it's just, it's gonna, that's just how it is. I mean, anytime I know he's pitching, I'm definitely, you know, gonna check up on the score. You know, if I can watch, you know, hopefully watch. But um, it's just how it is. Uh, you know, when, you, when you're close to somebody like that, obviously you want them to go out and shove. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're texting them a, you know, good job. Like, 
way to do your thing instead of a you know get them next time type thing or yeah. but most of the time it's, it's it's good job good things but I'm texting <laughs> to Josh so <laughs> it's always good is it uh, a little bit I mean now it is it sort of stressful knowing that I mean when you look at team to team Norfolk and you guys the Rail Riders you're head to head there and the the wild card standings with Columbus it's funny how it worked out like that that Josh isn't going to some team that's not in the same division or in the same playoff race that you guys are still fighting for the, uh, the one playoff spot now yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't think we. I don't. I, me personally, I don't really pay m- much attention to it. Um, I just want us to keep winning. Obviously, uh, the Rail Riders, not not Norfolk. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just. I just think if we just keep winning, I mean, keep playing hard, and um, you know, it'll all work itself out. But um, you know, it is pretty crazy how we all end up, you know, one Closer. one game behind and, 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 and things like that. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Just like you said, just competing and just being on different sides now. It's like it's more of just a personal thing for me. Like uh, you know, I, I can't. The guys in the locker room were telling me the other day when we were playing, like you know, they don't they, they don't trust me. They they know who I'm pulling for and stuff like that. But you know, obviously, I want my team and the team I'm yeah. on to win, uh, no matter what. But if uh, you know, if Justice can go six, seven innings, and you know the bullpen guys give it up, that's great. So <laughs> nothing against those guys. But I'm just messing around. So. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So you mentioned, you know, hopefully the next time you guys see each other, we could be on the mound facing each other as an Orioles starting pitcher, as a Yankees starting pitcher. I mean, what is that like? I mean, you look at, for you guys now, the, the paths, for you, Josh, obviously is very different now than being part of the Baltimore Orioles. Just, we were talking before, you know, before air, I mean, Brian Cashman said you know, only a couple days ago that he expects you to be up at some point this season. So what's it like for you guys, just the trajectory moving here as we move forward? There's only a couple weeks left in the AAA season, but obviously there's a month and a half left, month and a half left in the major league season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like we were talking about this morning, I think it just comes down to just finishing strong, not really thinking about too much of that. And I know that sounds so cliche because, you know, you hear about stuff and obviously you want to get to the big leagues as quick as possible and obviously – you know, you want to be a September call-up and all this and that, but, I mean, we still got a season down here. Um, you know, we're not playing for the New York Yankees or the Baltimore Orioles. We're playing for Norfolk Tides and, you know, the Scranton Rail Riders. So, uh, you know, we just got to finish strong and, and uh, do what we need to do here. Yeah, just taking care of business here in AAA first. It's like you got to worry about, you know, what you're doing day in and day out and, you know, trying to help your team win here. And, Ultimately, you know, getting to the big leagues is the goal, and being in, up in September or up whenever is, is the goal for you know, majority of the guys here at this level. Um, but just to keep grinding and just worrying about taking care of things that you can control, and you know, try to you know, we talk to talk to me and Justin talk about it a lot. Like you know, his name's in you know, all over Twitter, all over the media. It's, it's so hard to like stay out of that kind of stuff and like not read into it, and yeah. you know, not look at you know the box score of the Yankees, right. like w- what's happening. But it's just human nature. If you say you know, the guys who say they're not looking, and guys who say they're not reading, they're lying, man. I mean, you, you look. You, I mean, you, you do. It's, right. it's it's just human nature, and you want to know. And it's cool to it's cool to see you know people talking about you like that. Uh, I saw something on like uh, a late show, and somebody said like uh, when you search your name on Twitter, it's like uh, everybody has your. Uh, Everybody has your cell phone number. People that don't like you have your cell phone number, so they're just like basically texting it to you. You got to find it yourself. So as we wrap up the pod here, because obviously we're uh, we're gonna about an hour and a half for the first pitch. For you guys, leave us with this: the best for you, Justice, the best Josh Rogers story you have, 
And Josh, the best Justice Sheffield story you have. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guess I should have prepared you with this before. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. There's a lot. Uh, mine's got to be. We had a night out in spring training this past year that was one for the books. It was a, it was a lot of fun. We uh, it was one of our last days of camp before we broke camp. It was me, Dylan Tate, and Chef. That was that was probably my best memory so far, uh, leading up and kind of ended it all. Ended the spring training. It, it was uh, we had a, we had a good night that night, a lot of fun and uh, hung out with a lot of cool people. So that that one that one was one for me. That's a riveting story, you had. Like he said that you've locked him out before. Oh man, like that, that. was yeah, that was something I could actually speak about and <laughs> give details. But yeah, he did lock me out. I, we got we got Dude, I got home, Josh. Josh actually stayed in Louisville with his family, and I get home, it's like three, four, five in the morning, something like that. And actually, no, Josh had left the day before and locked the, locked the door. And uh, so we get back from the road. Josh doesn't have the key, I don't have the key. And- He climbs in through the window. I had to, I had to scale the, the roof, almost fell. You know, it's raining outside, I'm getting poured on. Josh is just sitting there in the car, just all comfortable, just staying dry and stuff. And I'm having to climb through the window and finally get in and open the door. But that was that was probably one of my maddest moments I've ever been at, Josh. Not really. We had some, it was, we had some, it was we actually had some good hilarious. times in that house in, uh, in Tampa when yeah. you came in. Oh, boy, that was crazy. Yeah. With, our, with some of the roommates, we were living with some guys down there. Those boys were nuts. So yeah. It was, uh, it was crazy seeing, seeing those guys. And but it's an everyday, everyday thing. I mean, it, something comes up every day that's funny or, or something comes up. Right? We're always so, laughing, always always joking around, never, yeah. never too serious. Yeah. It's good to be back together this week for you guys. Fort Mays, Fort Series. You, you came in. It was you guys got here a day early, right? Because we had a yeah, day off. here. Yeah. Got here a day early, and then I'm staying here on the off day too. So I'll be. Uh, I'm fly, I'll fly home on uh, on Monday. So. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hopping back on. I guess I know Justice said you said you didn't want to spit some uh, some lines here. I told you I can't. I can't. You can't do it on the spot. I can't do it on. <laughs> I can't do it on air. I can't do it on air. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. I guess this is my farewell tour on the riding the rails. So we, we can get you. We can kind of come back on again. No, no, no. It's okay. You want to come on? Yeah, you, you had two is enough. I'm good for this season. Is there any other final words you, you want to say to the uh, just, Rail Riders Nation? I mean, just the to the all the Yankee fans out there. I mean, it's a really cool. It was a blessed organization to be a part of, and uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And I, I appreciate everybody and all the fans who support, you know, the, the guys. It's really cool. And we're glad we got rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next time, this has been Ryan the Rails. I'm DJ Everly. This was uh, thanks, Josh, and Justice for coming back on. Remember, subscribe, soundcloud.com. We're on iTunes, timesleader.com. See you next week.